Well, we're going up this crazy mountain and I'm with the guy and we kept turning back and he's so, every time we look back, he's like, I can't believe your father's like with us. He's like, oh, I thought he was going to get stuck right there going over these rocks. Oh, that rock's huge. Every time yeah. that rock's going to get him. Oh, that tree's going to get him. We look back. Oh shit. He's right there. <laughs> like we're, I was like, oh my God, we get out. We get finally get to the top. He yeah. pulls out. He goes, Anthony, I just want to let you know. He like he couldn't believe it. So I aimed like kind of like by like the third or fourth rib and let it go towards that shoulder. I just clicked it off. Boom. He goes, you got him. He goes, put another one in him. And at that time, after I shot, he turns perfectly broadside in like two seconds. Boom. And he just like plops down, starts right. kicking. South Dakota is my jam. That's like my favorite place to go. It's like, that's the best hunt. The best, absolute best hunt. You want to talk about getting spoiled? You don't go there without seeing. This was a bad season and we were still seeing three, four shooters a day. We basically gutted him and we tried to take him out whole and that didn't happen. And this guy, he's, he's cattle guy. He's a cattle yeah. guy. So he right. knows like how to do this shit quick. In two seconds, sticks in the third rib. <laughs> one side, sticks in the other rib, counts him, does it with his fingers. <laughs> now the back, you know, he's got, you know, we got the backbone to get through. And he's trying to get with his knife. And I'm like, come here. So I have my knife and, you know, at least I could get into those like really fine places to get to break the spine. Break the spine. We twist it. Boom. Breaks off real easy. Hey guys, real quick before we get into this episode, I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, go give us a review on iTunes. Can't stress it enough. It's really, really important for me to help keep this free and to help me keep it going. Next, get involved with your hunting rights. Go join Howlful Wildlife. Super simple. Takes a couple minutes. You can even do the free membership. I don't care. But be involved. Lastly, I want you to do yourself a favor and up your shooting game and go get you some Phoenix shooting bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%. That's all I got for you. Let's get into this episode. Hi, welcome to Days in the Wild Big Game Hunting Podcast brought to you by Phoenix Shooting Bags. Today I'm joined by, I call him my nephew, but technically he's not really my nephew. Joey is my cousin's son, Anthony, and Anthony's in here with us. And uh, they just came off a late season bull elk hunt. And uh, we're going to dive down this a little bit and see what happened because I waited specifically. It's been a few days now you've been back. It's been a, almost a week. Almost. Yeah. A, yeah. And I've seen you. And I'm like, no, no, don't tell me. I know we went out to dinner. <laughs> like, don't, tell, don't tell me the story. <laughs> I, I want to get the first time while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> well, that's why we got Joey. Joey's here to make sure that... That this, he keeps you honest, make sure you don't give me any bullshit tales. Uh, I never give you a bullshit tale. <laughs> Every time it's, give me Anthony, you're a little uh, too... Uh, you tell too good of stories, you know? No, I'm just joking. No, 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 uh, no fish stories, the one that got away. Yeah, well, there was... There was Joey's, Joey did pretty good on this trip. He spotted two good bulls, so... yeah. They did get away. We were going to, everything was, everything happened that was supposed to happen. Put it that way. And That's it, what we say every time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But what, until, you know, you don't, until you don't get anything and then you just say, oh, it was the experience. <laughs> <laughs> what have we not gotten in something? Let me, when, when my, have we gotten? Of, you, some you freaking my guys. My deer hunt. One time. You, one time. Exactly. You guys <laughs> one, one, these kids have been spoiled, spoiled since day one. Rot. That is true. I, rotten, spoiled, rotten, all of you guys. Ten man. years old, 
freaking hundred inch kuz book. Then following year another kuz book. Following year another kuz book. How many years did you and I go without ever even spotting one with because we didn't have any binos? We yeah. just go there and get killed with the cockatiel and all that stuff. Yeah, these kids have gotten spoiled since day one. Oh shit. They're using 15 by 56 Swarovskis from day one. Yeah, what, what, what do we have? Yeah, we had shells. <laughs> yeah, we had nothing. I had those Nikons that you gave me. Oh, yeah. The 10 by 42 are Nikons. Yeah. So these kids don't know how spoiled they are. Yeah, that's all right. And maybe they've been one hunt that they didn't get something and it was a bad hunt. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. You know what? We used to go weeks without seeing one Luca. animal. Because of you know, I started taking him fishing when I took him. I take him to the to the special honey hole over there, and he's so used to pulling a fish out like every thirty seconds that when we go real fishing, if he doesn't catch something like fifteen minutes, he like loses interest like quick. And I'm like, man, maybe I screwed up by not taking him through the progression. Same thing with like Ella and Olivia. I mean, they Olivia, everything she's gone hunting for, she's killed. Like she isn't. That she doesn't know what not getting something feels like. Well, I specifically remember on one of your podcasts that you did, you guys were talking shit to me saying, oh, he got it so so good. Yeah. And now he doesn't know what it is to actually like yeah. really go on a hunt. Well, your first real hunt, and I'm not going to lie, was his elk hunt that he got challenged. All the other ones was like that was one, last year, right? one or two days. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, two yeah, years ago. Same, same, same tag. Yeah, same tag. That's the reason I put it in because I put it in for this tag mm -hmm. wanting, well, I didn't think I was going to draw it, number one. But right. Number two, I was going to give it to Sabrina. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't want a rifle tag. I'm yeah. Like, I mean, I take it rifle tag, but I'd rather give it to her. Right. So I put myself in for a rifle tag, not thinking I was going to get it. Right. So we could start from that from the beginning. And then when I got Drew, I was like like a little kid at the house going, oh, it was me. I thought it was some. I thought it was somebody else. Yeah. I never, I mean, I got drawn two years ago, so I only had two points. Actually, what I do want to tell people, because this means a lot as to why you made the decision that you made, is I want to lay out the, what, four bulls that you've killed with archery equipment. And, and, and never recovered the meat. And never once had a chance to get the meat. Yeah, and it, and it kills me every time, every single time. Like, I think it's more important to me than the antlers, the size of the antlers. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wanted right, a good bull. Listen, anybody be lying to you if they freaking told you that they don't want a big bull. But, but for me, it meant a lot to get the meat to fill the freezer this year. Because his elk was is, is gone. Yeah. My dad goes into the freezer every other week. Let me get a little chummy. Let yeah. me get a little roast. Let me get a little asabuco. I'm going to bring this to my friend. So yeah, the meat is gone. Right. I mean, we got to eat a good amount. Don't get me wrong. And I love giving it to people. But my dad, you know, yeah, he he feels like I should an elk and uh, it's his elk too. Which, right. you know fine. what, I... He deserves every piece of that meat. I love my dad. So he, but every time we get a deer, I get the back straps and a li, I take the tenderloins and he takes the whole thing and yeah, it's gone. It I know. Makes brajol. He makes all this stuff. He's got his slicer. He's got his whole method. Yeah. He, I mean, thank God for my dad because honestly, I mean, I really wanted to give this to the processor and he was like, no, porta casa. He's like, bring it home. We'll take care of it. And I forgot. It's been so long. Like, I never really had a really process because my mom and my Dude, dad used to do it all the time. taken, too. 
What a pain in the ass, man. I was there for three days with him. Mm-hmm. Slicing, cutting, de- like deboning. Yeah. The, the silver skin is oh my god. Yeah. And this this bull had so much fat. I've never seen. That's because a late season bull, man. It was. It was He's seriously been packing on fat for the last two months. I would say about an inch. Yeah. Maybe an inch and a half of fat. That's what I was like. It was coming off like that thick. And I didn't think everybody's like oh. It's not going to taste good. They're still, they're just, they're nasty at this time of year. They just got done being the rut. Oh my God, this bull, mm. Joey's bull was good. This bull, in my opinion, mm. I mean, I don't say it's better. I would say just as good, but maybe a little bit better because it was fresh because we're just eating it right now. Right. It hadn't been frozen. Fantastic. Yeah. When I mean fantastic, the guys at the restaurant, mm-hmm. I gave them a whole leg. Mm-hmm. I said, guys, this one's for you. You guys take whatever you want. This, this this whole leg is yours. In one day, the whole thing was gone. One whole leg. Right. They all cooked it. They brought it to their families. It was like demolished. But whatever way they cooked it, I mean, I know how they cooked it. It was so tender. Oh my god! Like I, I love. I mean, it. elk meat is just fucking fantastic. It's, I mean, yeah, and not that you can't, not that you can't screw it up. You could screw it up really easy, but. As long as you're paying attention to the way you're cooking it, there, it's pretty hard to, you know, not hard, but it's it's I, easy. It's easy for you to make something good out of it if you're not screwing around. Yeah. basically, that's a better way to put well, it. Uh, so there was a guy that just came. I don't, I'm not gonna say any names, but a gentleman came to my house. They bought bags right before his elk hunt. Right, and he was going hunting with a great outfit, and he was going there to shoot a big bull. Right, he said he shot the bull. And he got the meat and brought it home. He said, one of the worst elks he's ever tasted. You know, some of them are actually still running, bro. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. That's like, the thing. Those ones that are not, the ones that are, um, that have broken off and kind of, they're just by themselves. There's no cows around. Those are the ones that start putting fat back on and putting, you know, packing on the pounds for, for wintertime. Those are usually taste fine they taste great actually i mean I, most of the bulls i've ever shot I'm, i haven't had that many late season i mean a couple late season archery tags and then maria's a late bull elk hunt yours have been in the rut most most might have been in the rut and they tasted fine they taste fine i, I think, think it's so, all the way you, you process the yeah, in the field and how take, you take care, care of, it. of it i think it's not even that it's also how you freaking cook it man you don't know what this guy did. Yeah, you're right. Did he you're just right. throw it on the grill? I don't know, but he seemed you know, like he's a real big salt hunter. And pepper. <laughs> that's with the you know what? salt and pepper. That's all you need. <laughs> if you do it, it's you. You gotta cook it right. There's there's like two things that are. If you're just gonna cook a steak, one you gotta let the thing come down closer to room temperature before you put it on the on the grill because you put it on a hot grill, it it shrinks up, it pulls in on itself, and it makes it tougher. That's number one. Well, you number did, two is so over cooking on, it. Hold on. He's, he's, he's not explaining it right. So what you do is you take it out of the refrigerator. No, so, so you understand. Yeah. So what you do is you take it out of the refrigerator and you let it cool, like make it to room temperature, the meat. Like you don't just take it out of the fridge and put salt and pepper and throw it right in there. That's when it shrinks down. He's saying bringing it to temperature, meaning bringing it to room temperature before you cook it. And you, you, you let the salt and the pepper, actually mostly the salt is what... Right. You know, the main thing is that you salt it and just let it sit for like 
hours. Like it could be an hour or so, or an hour and a half. It depends, to, yeah, it depends on what time. Like what what you know. This is winter time. It depends takes how longer. hungry you are. That too, but or how prepared you are. Yeah. You know, so if you're like me, you don't think about eating until it's time to eat, and then you just gotta throw shit throw together. It on, throw it on the ground. John's always hungry. So don't Fuck. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, I want to hear the story. Tell me the story. All right. So basically, we got the tag, and you know me. I went and. Yeah. Made the perfect round. I built myself a 6.5 PRC. I didn't, I shot like 300 rounds out of this to make, to make the ultimate elk bullet. Right. And I was, I was having a hard time with that. And mm -hmm. I finally got like the secret sauce and I was shooting money. Like mm -hmm. I could shoot out the 1200 yards and I knew that I was going to hit. And so, that was the start of the elk hunt. So you know me. I've gone out and was doing some scouting, and I have a friend that lives in the area. I have two friends that live in the area, one that lives in the north side, and I have one that lives on the south side right. of the unit. And I'm really good friends with you know the Harpers over there. And, yeah. And I went scouting. I also went to the spots that they took me last time, but then I said, I know those spots. I want to find more. Like I right. want to go and explore. So I did a little exploring by myself, went up there, found a couple like little, I want to find the roads, just like how the 11 M tag that I, mm -hmm. right. I went by myself and I did all that stuff. Um, but I wasn't going towards the South area and I was like, ah, uh, I'll, I'll wait till later on in, in the season to go over there to do some scouting because they weren't going to really be there at that time. Right. So when I went there three weeks before the, the hunt, I got sick, mm -hmm. like bad. And I was supposed to go up there for three or four days to go do some scouting. And I just, I felt terrible. I just, I couldn't make it. There was no way. So that scouting trip got pushed. Then I had to make up work because I was out of work. So I had, I had, a, so all my right. scouting was not for this late season. I wasn't really getting any intel on where some good bulls are. Right. But I had did a lot of scouting on, on the maps. Right. And my buddy was telling me a couple of the mountains that lives over there. Hey, you should be going here, go these mountains, that mountain. And then I started like seeing on the maps how the roads worked. Right. So I I figured that out, but still, like when you got there, these were these roads are not. Mm -hmm. You can't get these roads with my truck. Like really, you're not supposed to go with my truck. I right. mean, I did, but you shouldn't. You need like, like UTV, a side by side. yeah, or yeah. or a four wheeler. It's nasty, and right. Joey knows. Joey, how bad are those roads? It was awful. I was surprised he made it up, honestly. Yeah. And one of the guys said it himself. He was he was very impressed. Yeah. How impressed? Make make your father sound good. Come on. Tell him what he really said. Well, I thought we were going to go more into the story. Well, we're going up this crazy mountain, and I'm with the guy, and we kept turning back, and he's surprised. Every time we look back, he's like, well, I can't believe your father's like with us. He He's like, oh, I thought he was going to get stuck right there, going over these rocks. Oh, that rock's huge. Every time, yeah. that rock's going to get him. Oh, that tree's going to get him. We look back. Oh, shit. He's right there. Like <laughs> we're, I was like, oh, my God. We get out. We get finally get to the top. He yeah. pulls out. He goes, Anthony, I just want to let you know. He did not like he couldn't believe it. Go ahead. He goes, I knew Italians knew how to drive, but he goes, I'm impressed. He goes, you can drive. And I'm like, 
thank you. No one ever compliments me on my driving ever. Yeah. Oh, my I, father was sitting next to me the whole time, you know, yeah. trying to coach me. I've been, I'm like that. Yeah. I've been doing this shit for 30 years. Yeah. I'm like, I'm off road more than anybody in the family. <laughs> I do this all the time. You know, you know how they yeah. get. Oh, oh I, watch out, got, watch out the rock. Watch, you, right, put the go over there. Go do you, this. I'm like, whether whether he knows it or not, he's gonna tell you. That not yeah, <laughs> but he, he he even said he goes, yeah. you did good job. You did yeah. good job. I, <laughs> you couldn't believe that I was getting all these places, but it was technical. Like yeah. I'd have to go up on one, reverse back, and then get back on another rock to right. get over it. Yeah. And he could my and I on top of it, I had the Yakima rack on the top. Oh yeah, we can't oh, climb everything. No. I had to have, sometimes I had to have Matthew, because Matthew from New York, yeah. my cousin Matthew, they came. So this was actually on the, the second day. Right. I, I skipped over a couple things, sorry, but whatever, on the second day. You don't have this, to take us happened. to a minute by minute, it's fine. So, whatever. So that happened that day, and then we got to the top of that mountain, and Joey's like, Joey spotted up two bulls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was my goal. I wanted to just glass up something. He's been glass, out glassing you every time. I don't think he's out glassing me. Mount nine, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Twice. Oh, get yeah, the we got to talk about but the But guess what? Lion. The mountain lion, he's, he's spotted mountain lion, but what did I spot like five seconds later? The antelope? That yeah. was before the mountain what lion. antelope? We're talking about, we're talking about, oh, the first mountain lion. You said two times. The first mountain oh, lion. Oh, the first mountain lion, I found two, and then he's like, oh, here's like a 120-inch coos buck. Not 120-inch, but 100-inch. It, it was huge. He was a big boy. It was a big buck, and... I said, all right. But did I not? I was like, go for the mountain lion. You did say that. And I said, we're here for you. I said, if I can't find you a buck in the next five minutes, mm -hmm. then we'll go after the mountain lions. And I found you a buck in and five we, minutes. And we lost the mountain lions anyway. So. And you lost your buck because you missed it. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so, all right, whatever. So anyway, we'll go back there. So Joey finds these two bulls. Right. And they're across Canyon. Like, it's going to take us two hours to get there. And there's no way to just go. Right. walking down and coming back up. This is their far. Okay. So he goes, we could go get them tomorrow. But tomorrow, I was set up with my other buddy mm -hmm. to go with him. And I know that he knows where there's some giants. Right. So I was like, and it, it was a good buck. I mean, it was a good, I mean, good bulls, two good bulls. So I would say they were probably like in, in the three, just like probably in the 280, 300. There was one that was smaller, one was a little bit bigger. In yeah. that range, right? Right. So, okay. So it wasn't like anything. It was like, oh my, oh my god, god, I yeah. gotta go there. Yeah. Put strap the strap the boots on and let's go. Yeah. So they said, oh, those bulls will still be there probably tomorrow night. Yeah. And I knew I only had the morning with my buddy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, we could just get them tomorrow night. They knew how to get to that spot. Mm -hmm. It was the way that they drive, and they could get there. Okay, fine. So we we didn't do anything. But the great thing about that part was that. My dad was there that day. Mm -hmm. Matt came right. from New York, you know, cousin Matthew. And Matthew never got to experience anything like this. Right. And he was just like impressed with the whole the whole experience. Right. And then I'll, let alone he got to drive in a UTV, got to be, you know, you know, hanging out with all of us. Right. Got to see some crazy, you know, beautiful uh scenery. Scenery. Yeah. And Whatever it, it was, it was something that he needed to experience himself. But I think we all had a great time. We got some good food at Jeff's house. Jeff cooked. We yeah, got uh, spoiled. We got. Food. I don't. We didn't cook until what? The after last, the hunt. The last, after the hunt, we, after we the actually hunt was, it was the first time we cooked. Usually we cook every night. Yeah. This time it was. 
hey, whose house are we going over for dinner? <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. So let me go, let me backtrack a little bit because I really want to emphasize how kind the Harper family was to us. Thanks. So we, we got up here, basically, we left like Wednesday night. It was like Thursday morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thanksgiving morning. Thanksgiving morning, we got up here and 40 mile per hour winds. Mm-hmm. This kid did not even get out of the car. I'm glassing into a couple of the spots. And I was taking it easy that day. I still don't feel 100%. I still feel like mm-hmm. like I don't, I'm not me. Like I don't, I don't feel strong right now. So I was like, oh, let's just go to these spots. We'll just hit spots that I've never seen before. We didn't see anything that day. The wind was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. So then uh, we went back. We, got, we had one of the best Thanksgiving dinners at the Harper's house. The whole family was there. The, his grandkids were there. Paul wasn't there, which was made. Joey. That was the only person I actually wanted to see. I love Jeff. Don't get me wrong. But you wanted. You I wanted to see Paul. You wanted to see Paul. Yeah. So he also wanted to see all that good food that you had last time, and that food was amazing. I mean, real good. So they whatever. Cooked it in a whole pit. Oh yeah. So they they cooked it in a in a. They have a dugout pit in mm-hmm. their house with like a um, like a steel grate over it, and they put the dirt the dirt. dirt right on top of it, and they cook it in a pit, two hundred degrees, and they have you know all the cords coming out telling you the temperature is it's awesome right we got video yeah we got video <laughs> at all the brisket turkey that was the best the yeah. brisket was oh my oh, god the brisket was great so whatever we had dinner with them which was really nice we got to feel like we had a thanksgiving because two years ago we didn't have a thanksgiving we just we were glassing and mm-hmm. so i wanted to like i didn't care when i was gonna kill i just knew i was going to i knew if i saw a bull i was gonna shoot it mm-hmm. I, I mean i was giving myself at least four or five days but it went a little quicker than that. Yeah. So whatever. The next morning, my buddy, he takes us out. So we, we went back to the camp, slept. He was like freezing his, his little cuyonis off. And then the next morning, we went over there. And we, we really, we went into some, that was some sick terrain. We were glassing and we were looking down like in like canyons that were like 200, you know. Well, it was great spots. We just got screwed that morning. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to, we weren't there at first light. Yeah, well, what was happening? So we were going to these spots. Uh, Joey, what, every time we went to a spot, what was so happening? So we're going. It's dark, you know? Mm-hmm. And all we do, all we see is lights. I'm like, oh, my God. That can, we're like, oh, don't take that right. And then we see him go right. That That's the one spot we're going to do. Okay, we're going to go to this other spot. Oh, more lights. We're going up. We see a car in the exact spot we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep going down. Get down. Oh, it's not too far. It's right here at this, like, water, whatever. Two two side by sides right yeah there okay let's back up go over here we can never get a spot in the morning that was the one annoying thing in right rifle season yeah you literally have to leave at three o'clock in the morning we left at three we left at well, how long is it so how long does it take to get you to so from spot? from from where we so we him and i left at three o'clock in the morning uh-huh. to get to the guy's house it takes about 45 minutes from where we were, we were camping to the guy's house and then from his house, so it was like basically four o'clock in the morning. From four o'clock in the morning, we were heading up, and every spot was taken. Oh no! So I mean, I'm talking about like heading towards where you need to go. Yeah, at three, at o'clock. three o'clock in the morning, it, because first off, especially that hunt, it's filled with outfitters, That's and all those lot. all those outfitters know they got to be out nice and early to beat out to beat people out. So you got to be out even earlier. Don't even go to sleep. Go there the night before sleep. I think that's I, I, what that and guy that's did. what everybody said. Everybody and there was people that were camping they out had there. Had their trucks. They had their trucks there because and they did it. 
Yeah, they do. I mean, so Maria's hunt, which is not the same unit, but very similar situation. I think I got her up at two thirty that morning, and we were out the door at three, and I was parked, ready to glass by three thirty. And I tell you, like four different people drove up behind me. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And four different people drove up behind me, and I mean, they, luckily they they left because they saw my truck there, but. I had one guy go past me and just park like 150 yards down to glassing at the same shit that we were glassing. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't say nothing. You can't stop them. It's public, it's public land. land. Yeah. But you, I know you being you, you, you saw people there. You left, which is great. Like, well, we saw them glassing on the left side of one mountain and you had, had to hike a little bit just to get to it. But we could see that they were all on the left side. And then we were like, oh, maybe we could play, make a play on the right side. But then we, we walked about a, like a half a mile maybe three quarters of a mile and t to see if we could see stuff. And that obviously there is a reason why nobody was on that side of the mountain because you can see shit. Right. So we went back to the side by side and then drove out. And then we went to a different spot where we were originally going to go to. And the people, I wish we would have went to that spot first because the people that went over there did not go to the spot where we were going to. Oh, okay. and they were nowhere near there where we were glassing on the first morning. But that first morning we didn't see anything. We were like in great country, like really good. Yeah, but, I used to, but we didn't see anything. Yeah, I thought we would see happens. something. But anyway, while we were trying to leave that one of the spots, I, I, there was outfitters. I know who they are and I, and I saw them and I, we just got out of there. I just said, I don't want to mess with them. Because listen, I understand that they got to make money and I know them and I love them all. So like, listen, Go ahead. I don't need to shoot your the bull that you guys want to make $5,000 with, $8,000, whatever it is. I don't need that competition in my life. I don't need to be like right. looked down upon, oh, Mr. Phoenix shooting bags was a jerk. He came in and shot this bull and it was our bull. I don't need that stuff. I just wanted to have a good time and enjoy myself. Yeah, I wanted a bigger bull, but guess what? I am so happy of everything that how it, it turned out. So whatever. So the first day we really didn't see too much and we basically I, I wouldn't say it was a bad day it was a great day we had a great time but nothing came out of it right well actually it did some, we did see that a, night we, that night we did see a bull well we hung um, out with him all day we still hung out with him all day so actually that day he he actually wanted to understand how to shoot long range because mm -hmm. he has all these guns and he's like he didn't know the technical you know, all the aspects of shooting. This is your, your buddy. My, my buddy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, it was like one o'clock. I'm like, let's go shoot. So he had like right, right in his backyard. I want to say it was all, basically almost in his backyard. Mm -hmm. We go to a spot. I'm like, all right, come on. I want to make sure my gun is on anyway. Mm -hmm. Pick one little rock, 700 yards. Actually, it was 680, 680. Boom. I shoot first, nailed it. Shoot second. Nail it. I said, come on, come over here. So he gets down on the gun, shoots, boom. He goes, hey, I've never shot a thousand yards. I said, okay, come here, come here. Let's go, let's let me range up for a rock. 980. Mm -hmm. It's not a thousand, but that was the only small rock I could see at 980. Right. That was good. Obvious, yeah. Okay. Gets down, hits it. I'm like, go. I'm like, aim at the right side of this rock. Because he hit just to the left. I mean, he, he hit, mm -hmm. but he didn't hit center. I go, Aim, take the dot, because he's never shot with a dot before either. Uh -huh. He's always shot with the crosshairs. Right. I'm like, you're not going to want to go back to crosshairs after shooting this this rifle. Brings it up. I said, okay, take that dot and aim to the right side of the rock. I mean, we're aiming probably at an eight inch rock, mm -hmm. right? Does it? Boom, dead nuts. 
He's like, I want you to build me a gun. <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? I was, yeah, he's right. <laughs> so basically I'm like, all right, any, you know, done. We'll, we'll do that for you. He's, so we're coming back from where we're shooting and then we just start glassing. Mm-hmm. And we're basically in his backyard and we start glassing and we, and, we, and we find the bull. Right. Right? And this bull is like, I would say like. A, he was fat. Oh, he was fat. Yeah, like real, like so chunky. Just big he probably body. had two inches of fat <laughs> when you were, if you were to skin him. He was probably like a close to a three hundred inch bull. Yeah, like I would say about th- just just under maybe just right. under three inches on three hundred. And he was with a harem of cows. Yeah, but it was like right in town, <laughs> like right in town. Yeah, and he's like, I'm like, I'm not gonna shoot that bull. Yeah, he goes, we could just go right in the back and just go over there and he goes you're far away yeah. from the houses we we could get on that yeah. I'm like no I'm like I want to get a bigger bull than that right Right. so we went out we went to a couple other spots we didn't see very much and then we went back and when we were going back to his house again saw him again, saw him again. he's like man we can make it right from here because <laughs> after he saw me shooting he's like yeah. we can make a shot right here well, that was the inside joke of the whole trip was we're, we started saying well we're not shooting a bull unless it's past a thousand yards yeah his yeah. skills to the test yeah. so so whatever so we get back to his house and he gets a phone call and the phone call is from like a, a wounded warrior thing and he goes hey he asked me mm-hmm. my friend asked me he goes because we were going to come back in the morning. I mean, the next day, if we didn't see anything in the morning, we we go back and shoot that bull. Because mm-hmm. I already set up with Jeff that I was going to go with him in the morning, right? Because I knew my dad was coming. Mm-hmm. He goes, hey, would you mind if the wounded warrior go shoot that bull? I said, listen, that isn't. He goes, shoot your bull. Because mm-hmm. whatever, I found whatever. I'm like, I would be honored that you guys yeah. would go there. He goes, I'm going to go in the morning with them and go shoot that bull if you're okay with that. I said, go right ahead. I'm like, I would love for you, like I would love to see that. Like, that would be awesome that we found it and they got to shoot it. Right. So he goes, okay, I want to go in the morning. I'm going to go help them out and we're going to get that bull. So him and I, the next morning, that's when my dad came and then all the stuff with Jeff. We went over there, had a great day. It was freaking awesome. Now the next morning, he says, hey, we're going to go to another spot and just be at my house at like four o'clock in the morning. So we get to his house again the next day and he, we're back in this side by side and we go to the spot. And that whole morning, like I thought I was going to see like a 370 because mm. he said he's seen 370s there. Right. And we're all glass and we're not seeing anything. And we're like, I mean, we're in the dark, let alone we had a little pop tire in the freaking thing. We had to fix that, you know, just little things. But this guy's, I mean, he's crazy. Like, the way we got there was like a secret way to get there, a shortcut. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have rather taken the long way without. No, I had a blast doing. Oh, I had a blast too. But like that's he's going. Listen, he's going over trees. Yeah, it but was... it was like a road that was. It yeah. was like an old road to get there. Right. And but there was like trees. That like nobody's been down this road for years. But it's a road. Right. Because he's lived there all his life, he knows about these things. Right. So we're getting down to these spots and I'm like, he's like, listen, you don't want to take your, he goes, I don't think you can make it with your truck. Right. And we, we, there's no way I would have made it with my truck. I swear to God. Yeah. So whatever, we got to the spot, yada, yada, yada. And we're not seeing nothing. He goes, all right, you know what? I'm going to go back to the same spot where we took, where Joey was that 
where he, we saw that other bull right the day when when I met with, him with the bear. Well, no, no, no. The next we met him the night before, and he took us, and we we're growing up, and then we saw that what was it? Four hundred in my it, it was like oh. a, it was like a three seven three eighty bull. Okay. On Joey's hunt. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, driving to the spot though. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember and then we saw those three bulls on Joey's hunt. Right. So while we're getting there, we got to the other spot finally, got to this other area. He goes, Man, I wish we'd have been here in this morning. Within thirty seconds he found the bull. And this bull was a good bull. It was like at least maybe probably like a three ten. I mean, yeah. nothing like I would have shot him I, I was going actually to shoot him Joey was going to be I was giving the radios to Joey mm-hmm. and he's like man I think we could do better and it was in a tough spot don't get me wrong it yeah. was in a tough spot and I'm like ah, okay we could probably do better but I'm kind of like it's a good bull yeah so I'm like whatever alright 30 seconds later he goes oh I got another bull this one's easy he's right next to the road <laughs> And I'm like, <sighs> and I'm like, shit. I'm like, bro, he's way smaller than the other one right up there. Yeah. I'm like, he's not that big. He goes, but he's right by the road. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, let's go, let's go try to get that that other one. Right. As we were doing that, Joey was looking at him, but I guess something he hit the binos. What Joey tell him? Yeah. So I'm looking at him, and he's feeding. This is the smaller bull or the bigger one? The bigger, bigger one. Because uh-huh. they put me on to watch him. That's how it always goes. I'm always, yeah. if it's not me hunting, I'm watching it. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, he's right in the open. I'm like, I'm going to have to be here for a long time. I'm like, let me just get comfortable real quick. Yeah. I didn't tell him, I didn't tell him, my dad, this. Because yeah. I had to wait till after the hunt was over. <laughs> so you're hearing this for the first time now. <laughs> and if we didn't get anything, you wouldn't have heard this. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, let me just get comfortable here. This is really uncomfortable spot so i'm like okay so i I moved the whole binos right Mm -hmm. switch everything up go to the spot exactly exactly where he's at and i go he's gone he's not there (laughs) so when they radio me i'm like freak i'm freaking out in my head i'm like oh my god i gotta find this bull i'm gonna get in trouble (laughs) they radio me hey you're still on that bull right i go i think i I go i I knocked my binos (laughs) and i lost it Oh. So you really didn't knock your binos. You were just freaking trying to get comfortable. I was getting comfy, okay? What did I, hey, I've always taught you, don't I, ever This is what I didn't want to hear. Bowl. Don't ever leave the coos there. Don't ever take your eyes off the thing. He was. It was right in the open. I thought it would be fine. As, as I I learned my lesson, okay? But look, hey, worked out. Look, you know. It's okay. It was right by the road. Yeah. It wasn't really right by the road. So that's why you went after the other one. Yeah. Because so I, lo- I lost it. No, well. So we're we're gonna leave, because uh-huh. this guy's got to go to work. Oh, okay, he's got he's got to drive like far to go to work, like six hours. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. So it's not like close. So we uh, get back in the side by side. It's like one o'clock, twelve o'clock, something like that. It was like later. Get in the side by goes. You know what? I just want to see if we can see that bull again. And in my head, I'm like. All right, we'd get a closer look, but if we could, I thought we didn't see him anymore, that other bull, because mm-hmm. he like got inside the trees and went down into like a ravine. He drives up to the spot. Sure enough, him and I get out, and I have those uh, those Swarovski, uh, the rangefinder. So Swarovski let me. Um, yeah, yeah, the the the, the what the tracking assistant, yeah. the TA ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they lent that to me, and 
oh my god those guys are the best i know so they set up my dope inside the binos for me so my buddy evan he's such a good guy he basically he was trying to like i was trying to buy a set and you can't buy anything mm -hmm. so then tom you know tom yeah my car yeah they kind of talked and said hey can you lend them a pair for mm -hmm. this hunt because I've been trying to buy a pair forever. Right. And there's none to be found. They had eights, but he's like, don't buy the eights if, you know, it's so expensive. You might as well just get the tens. Mm -hmm. And I get it, trust me. But I didn't know they were this good. So I, I all the dope on that, it's like almost equal to my Kestrel. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're between one and two tenths difference depending on where I'm at. So I know this because I've shot with, I was for, for like, a week and a half I was messing around with both of them together I pick up the binos I find I find the elk like he's right there he's yeah. feeding and I'm like boom click my dope comes up right on in the binos two seconds it was 2.1 mils mm -hmm. it was at 500 and it was like it five, kit, 13, five, 14 five, 520 something like that 520 years. chip shot yeah chip shot really <laughs> not lying that was a chip shot so I was like all right 520 and um, for some reason, I was having a, like, I, I could see with my eyes. Mm -hmm. And then when I go back to my gun, I just couldn't get the spot. I think it was like a little bit too low. Uh -huh. So then I just like shifted just a little bit to get where I needed to go. And I could see him fine. He was perfect. But he's, he was, his ass was to us. Okay. And we're just sitting there. I'm like, I'm on. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. I had time to do everything. I put the, I put those the earplugs ear in. I did everything. All right. Oh, this this bull like didn't even know well i mean we, 500 yards away of course he didn't know you were there no he had no clue i thought we were allowed i it sounded like we we're allowed yeah like he didn't no care in the world like nothing i'm like yeah i'm on i was my, my cross my, my dot was on his on his coolie hole right there <laughs> yeah and i'm just waiting and i felt like it was like a minute or two and then my buddy goes hey joey turn on the side by side <laughs> And he's, Joey's like, what? And he's like, yeah, just just turn it on. Yeah. He goes, watch. The second you turn it on, it's going to twist. It's, it's going to turn. turn. Sure enough. He goes, you, he goes, Aunt, you ready? I said, yeah, I'm pin ready. I'm like, just, I say, go ahead. Next thing you know, he goes, Joey, turn on, turn it on. Joey turns it on. <laughs> he turns. I say, you ready? <laughs> he goes, yep. I, I don't know if he's told you to shut it off or whatever. I I just shut it off. You just shut it off. I yeah. I didn't know what to do. Honestly, gives me a perfect quartering two shot. Uh -huh. I mean, cornering away shot. Yeah. Right, cornering away shot. He just like moved his right. Yeah. Give me a perfect shot. Kind of like a bow shot. So I aimed like, kind of like by like the third or fourth rib and let it go towards that shoulder. Right. And just click it off. Boom. He goes, "You got him." He goes, "Put another one in him." And at that time, after I shot, he turns perfectly broadside. Yeah. I, in like two seconds, boom. And he just like plops down, starts right. kicking. And I'm just like, well, I, like I didn't take my eyes off the, like I, I stayed in the scope the whole time. Right. And he's like, oh, he's done. I'm like, no, I'm going to stay on this son of a gun. Because <laughs> I've seen him get yeah. up before, you yeah. know? Sebastian's. <laughs> yeah, Sebastian's, especially that one. And then I'm just waiting, 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 and within like, I don't know, 10 seconds, it was done, you know? Yeah. But I never, I stayed for like at least a minute, yeah. maybe longer, just to make sure that there was no kicks, no nothing. Mm. And then 
it was done that quick. But for me, just to walk there, yeah, from where we were, I swear to God, probably took me forty five minutes just to walk there. To walk to the elk? Yeah. It took me like at least 30, 40 minutes. It felt a long time. It felt like a long, I don't know about that long. Oh man, I was getting killed, man. I got, I was bleeding like crazy yeah, just well, getting there with I mean, all we the cackling. We were talking bad about you. Like, oh, why is he so slow? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> we didn't see, he had orange on. We're like, where is he? Is he? he got lost. No, you had to go down like all these like little, like little, can you can't see uh, it. I mean, it looks like you just go straight. That it country. did look like it, you just went straight. That country's. It's brutal. It's messy. And the the, the manzanita bushes. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, you can't get through that stuff. Bro, we, Maria, Maria's bull was in. We were a mile, just under a mile from the truck. And I swear to God, it took us three hours to get back. I mean, we had loaded pack too, but I mean, <laughs> that's I know how many times we got stuck. Yeah, the yes. freaking antlers coming through. Like it was. Fuck. <laughs> At Disa- least that stuff breaks pretty easy. Disaster. Thank God. That shit's but it, it's it, it's so tough. Yeah. It's so tough. So whatever. To make a long story short, these guys came up to help me out. I got to them. I pulled them to the shade because I didn't want them to be out in the sun. It was mm-hmm. like 1 o'clock, 12 or 30, whatever it was. Yeah. And um, they got up to me. He drove around kind of to, you know, to make it easier mm-hmm. for us to pack it out. And he wanted to, like drag the whole thing down hole yeah i wanted to honestly i, was, oh. I said it because I, I wanted i want i really wanted to like bring it back and really learn how to see everything because every time we go it's go 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 and chop it up we got to get out of here that's how it goes every time so i really was like oh we got time yeah you took what two pictures of this guy i want to freaking kill you i know i'm sorry well guess what? i mean i don't care for me but for you it's like ah, it was fine it was fine we got a little video also it's like your memory like that's all you got is that yeah but i don't need like oh, i took plenty of video yeah we took good yeah. video okay but it was like it was getting hot and i was, yeah. I was like i don't want this freaking thing to spoil and you know quick that is <laughs> I, I got you yeah. and uh, so but so I haven't gutted an animal in years. I can't even tell you the last time I've done it. It was probably 10 years ago. Right. We've been doing the gutless method forever. Right. And he's like, oh, let's gut this thing out. Let's take it out whole. I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I'm putting on my gloves. I'm sticking my hand in there. I'm cutting, taking all this stuff out. And Joey's face is just like, oh, my God. This thing. We, we, he's never done it. Yeah. No, I think the coos deer. My coos deer with that. Oh, yes. Guy. You did do it. We did do one. You, had a, you always talk about how, oh, I had to carry the whole deer out. Yeah, I which did. Which is true. I did. But that was so dark. I forgot. Yeah, really the coos deer is two seconds. Yeah. And elk is like. That's a, you that's got to see everything. You saw everything. It was huge. It's an undertaking. Yeah. So whatever. We basically gutted them. And we tried to take him out whole, and that didn't happen. And this guy. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. He goes, all right, guys, so you go third bit rib back. He just goes, to, and with his, like, it looks like a rusty, not rusty, but doesn't look sharp at all. Old school pocket knife, probably one of those old buck ones. That doesn't even have a tip on it. It was, like, round. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Joey. I just chopped it up in half. It was insane. And he, he he's a cattle guy. He's a cattle yeah. guy. So he right. knows like how to do this shit quick. In two seconds, it sticks in the third rib. Yeah. One side, sticks in the other rib, counts them, does it with his fingers. Now the back, you know, he's got, you know, we have the the backbone to get through. Right. And he's trying to get with his knife. And I'm like, 
come here. So I, I have my knife and, you know, at least I could get into those like really fine places to get to break the spine. Mm -hmm. Break the spine. We twist it. Boom. Breaks off real easy. Mm -hmm. And then so we took it out half and half, which made it way easier. Yeah, right? I, don't, I, don't, I like when the, the freaking back strap is whole. It was, it was basically whole. You didn't mess with, we didn't mess with the back strap. How? When you cut it in half like that, you have to go through the back strap. I don't think we no, did. No, we didn't. We didn't touch it. That was the third one. That's why he did it on the third one. I swear to God, we did not. Yeah, third, third rib back. It was basically the last back, like right by the end. And you just basically took the hind. You'd have to show me. I don't Yeah, I'll show you on the thing. So whatever. We get everything back in the car. The truck was a pain in the butt. But we fit the whole entire elk in this guy's UTV. And this thing's small. So a right. three-seater. Yeah. With all our packs. I mean, with us, too. Us. <laughs> I was getting scared, man. Yeah. I thought we were never going to make it out of there. Right. Get everything in there. We finally make it back. His wife makes a phone call. We get back to this. His wife's going nuts. Yeah. She's the coolest freaking girl. I, I, I Coolest chick ever. Joey, how awesome is his wife? Oh, my God. She's one of the guys. Like, yeah, yeah. She's yes. awesome. Sweetest, like, country girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. This girl did not care about nothing. She was so excited. She was ready to get her hands dirty. Yeah. Let's go to friends. I don't remember. I don't even know whose house it was, but it was close to their house. Hey, can we borrow your freezer? What? Yeah. Hey, we're gonna borrow your freezer. Can we borrow your freezer? Can we turn it on? Because they had they had just had like dinner at their house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we got it on. Come by and put it in there. It's fine. So they had like one of those like little chain gimbal. Yeah, everything there. So we started, and Joey got to finally. There was like three of us working on on this thing. Yeah. Boom. I mean, I couldn't have asked for better friends and better like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Who gets to use a freezer? You never get to use a freezer. It was a walk-in freezer. It was walk a whole thing. Yeah, like huge. I was like, oh my god. The lady, the lady, let me keep it there for twenty-four hours. So yeah. cool down the whole, the whole thing. And his wife is there. She's bro. She she carried. She was carrying the meat like a champ. Yeah. Threw it on her freaking shoulder. Got it on the on 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 the hook. Yeah. Put it on there. She didn't want nobody's help. She wanted. She she did it. And she's this little skinny little girl. <laughs> and awesome. and their daughter was helping out. Yeah. Their little daughter was helping out. She's skinny. She's not it. afraid of anything. None of them. Oh I mean, I love it. My my kids would have been like, uh, uh. You know what? I, you know what I'm talking about? These city kids. Joey was like a little hesitant. Joey's like, oh, I'm like getting, you know, this little girl's <laughs> showing me up. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> the one thing that skewed me out of the whole thing is that there was ticks. Oh, he had ticks. Oh, that! Oh my God! It's it's butthole was like oh. caked with ticks. It was gross. There was a lot. There was a lot of ticks on his ass. I, I, I know. I almost never see ticks here. Almost. Yeah, never. but yeah. Every once, I know there's a few areas that I have, and that's probably one of them. I was oh saying. my! I was getting scared. I, that night, me and Joey, man, I was, I was, <laughs> was doing, I was doing everything. Check, chose me. I was like, Joey, come here. Joey's like, you, you serious? That I'm like, yeah. You don't want that on you, but. So whatever, we got to keep it in the freezer. Then we went back because he had to leave, man. He had to go to work. I felt bad, man. He had a six-hour drive. By the time we were done, it was probably like five or six o'clock. And then got back to Jeff's house. Mm -hmm. Jeff cooked this dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Chili round two. Chili round two. Got to take showers. How awesome is that? Hot shower. Yeah. Slept in a freaking bed that night. And then the next day, Jeff lent me his truck to go pick up the meat. Uh -huh. But there was no way I was going to fit that stuff in my car. No. There was no way. Yeah. He lent me his truck. A buddy, um, Ryan, he 
he lent me another cooler, one of his big, the big coolers. He lent me his cooler so I could go and get it, all the meat. I mean, without these guys, I don't think, I, I don't know how I would have done it. Right. I had to call my dad and have him come up there, but I mean, I could have got it done. Trust me. I know somebody would have came out there to help me out getting the meat. Right. But who the hell wants to bust your guys' job to drive two hours and then another two hours over there to get the stuff? Right. So what is the, I forgot that Joey could drive. I'm like, Joey, all right, you drive my truck. <laughs> you drive my, my truck and I'll drive Jeff's truck and we'll stop at the campsite, break everything down, and then we'll go get the meat with Jeff's truck right. and then we'll go back. Right. Man, that was probably the best. I mean, it took us forever. It took us at least three hours to break down the camp. We were really taking our time. Not going yeah, we, yeah, we were pretty slow. But that was the best meal him and I have ever had. It was the only one we actually cooked on the trip. And we brought so much food. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what did we cook, Joe? So Joey, tell, tell them what well, we, we did. We did cooked. rack of lamb from our work. So we had <laughs> our, our chef. He made us all the sauce. Perfect amount. Oh, my God. It was so good. We heated it up and then cooked all the, the lamb chops. What, we had eight each. We went to town. I got them from Start Costco. dipping it like lollipops. Oh, my God. It was, it was great. My dad just picking shit out of his shoes and throwing it on my floor. <laughs> no, it was like a little pinchy thing on my thing. <laughs> but he's throwing it on the floor. It's not <laughs> the garbage can. That's right I'll oh. pick it up, whatever it is. <laughs> now I don't it's even know be, where it is. Now it's going to be a pinchy thing. No, I see floor. it. I see it's right here. So, right. whatever. We got the meat back home. So, you, fin you finally got a bull of your own that you can eat. That I can eat, Yes. Not just the antlers. Yeah. A bull that I could eat and provide for the family. Nice. And I'm happy. I'm happy that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I give Joey shit a little bit about, I'm like, because he was part of saying, Dad, he's right there. Yeah. He's right by the road. He's right by the road, Dad. He's good. He's big, Dad. Anytime we saw anything like anytime, the yeah. size of my bull, it's huge. If Four, it, 400. If it, <laughs> anything, anytime you, you got somebody's talking you into shooting it, you know you probably shouldn't shoot it. <laughs> you know what? I, a lot of people before the hunt were saying to me, Ant, are you going to shoot? They're like, are you going to just, would you shoot a 300 inch bull if he's just right there or? Huh. 270 bull if he's just right there yes <laughs> and I said I said after the fourth day I would do it mm -hmm. I said after the fourth day this was after the that was the third day yeah so I didn't stick to my guns but then my head was like bro I'm not feeling 100% like right. I feel weak like I really do feel weak and I, this is the first hunt in my life that I felt weak going into like Usually I'm feeling strong. My legs are good. I have my, like, I was sucking air up there. Like I was yeah. having a hard time breathing. I don't know what yeah. the hell was going on. I mean, I know I got uh, sick two uh, weeks before, three weeks before I didn't have COVID. Yeah. Nothing showed up as COVID. I took two tests, nothing COVID, but I had high fevers. It was, I, I lost my voice. Mm. I was feeling like garbage and I didn't go to the gym for three weeks. So I was like, and, I mean, and that's got a lot to play yeah. with. Oh, I know. But I felt I didn't feel like me and I didn't feel strong. And that's what was going through my head. Although other things were going through my head, people like saying, everybody in my work was like, you're gonna, and I, I promised everybody in my work. I said, I promise you, I will get you back me. Cause everybody, we haven't got any deer tags this year. Right. So they didn't get any meat from any deer tags. I couldn't give him any of your meat from your, your moose because you didn't get no moose. All right, I won't bring that up. But listen, I'm just saying there was no meat this year. Right, I know. And everybody expects me to bring meat because they know that I do that. Right. So I was like, yeah. And then I didn't get an, 
we didn't get the elk on my friend's elk hunt, and we that was that was eleven days hunting. So there was there was no meat. Right. So I'm like, God, I'm like, yeah, I'm like in my head, I'm like, he's there, let's do it. Yeah. Plus we had our friend. So and plus we had him too, because oh, that was a blessing. He's seriously, he's such. I've never met a nicer guy. I try to give him money Uh to like buy new tires for his his rig. Right. Whatever. Would not accept a penny. That's good. good Wouldn't accept money for gas. Wouldn't accept money for only beer. Beer was okay. (laughs) Isn't that funny? About you, what you were saying about feeling like going into the haunt, like not feeling good and all that shit. And just like, I felt the same way going to freaking South Dakota. South Dakota. Like the first time in a very, there's maybe, I could think maybe two or three times in my life where I was hunting and I wasn't having a good time. Like I wasn't enjoying myself. And I'm not just talking about shitty weather or, or crappy hunting or whatever. Just nothing I did felt. Man, the first three, four days, I was like, I don't even feel, and South Dakota is my jam. That's like my favorite place to go. It's like, that's the best hunt. The best, absolute best hunt. You want to talk about getting spoiled? You don't go there without seeing, this was a bad season and we were still seeing three, four shooters a day. Like, but what was in South Dakota? Mule deer. Mule deer. Oh, okay. And I just was not enjoying myself. I was like, man, I just want to fucking go home. I was like, I was thinking about just going to shoot a deer or just to shoot a deer and just so I could say I was done. And, but I had clients coming, so it didn't matter. I was stuck there anyway. Then I find out on day four that we got this crazy storm coming in. And the storm started already. I don't know if it was Montana, Wyoming, whatever. I don't know. Whatever which way these my clients were coming from, they were driving from California. It already hit. And I think it was... Either somewhere around Idaho or Wyoming or something like that, where they were coming across, that there was a pass they had to come through, and it would, they couldn't get through it. I talked to them, and they were like, "Yeah, we won't be able to get there until about Sunday." And I'm like, "Sunday? Well, that only gives you three to two and a half days to hunt, basically, because you know your hunts from here to here, and you know, whatever." So I don't ever do this. Because weather's weather and it happens, but it's like, you know, your hunt's your hunt. You show up. If you can't get to me until a day or two later, I mean, it's 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 on them, typically. And that's, that's pretty much typical anywhere you go, like go hunting. So, but I'm like, you know what? I'll let you slide the whole hunt. Yeah, I get it. I'll let you slide the whole hunt the next year, which screws me because this is private land. I got to pay... A lot of money. I got to pay a lot of money for it. Well, is this tag like an over-the-counter tag? Or? It's not really over-the-counter. It's first come. Well, you're come. saying next year, so I thought, oh. What well, it's, fir- it's first come, first serve. So they'll get a tag. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Well, that okay. was nice of you. So, I mean, I felt bad for them. They're friends, they're friends of Charles, actually. And I know them. And I, 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 don't, I can't consider them a friend. I've never really hung out with them. I've talked with them on the phone or whatever. But, I'm not, you know, I'm not friends with them. But I... They're friends of my friend. So I gave them that option. They took that option. Now, the good thing about that is it gave me more time to hunt for me. And I could still get home early and make my wife and kids happy that I'm coming home early. You know? I don't know about your kids, but your wife maybe. <laughs> eh, maybe my son. <laughs> Just like. No, you're, you're probably right. Anyway, so the first three days, 
Um, I had some, I had some great opportunities. We, we, uh, I put some really good stocks. I got close and, and the weather was good. It was cold, but it wasn't like ridiculous. It was a little windy, but it's always windy there. So I kind of blow past that. Then day four and day five is when we were getting the bad weather. Day four was a great day. Just enough wind. And there was a lot of activity. We were seeing bucks everywhere. And I had, and Charles and I were hunting separate. He was hunting. And this is part of the reason, I think, part of the reason for me why it didn't feel like because you didn't have somebody there. I like, didn't have anybody there. I was there I by know, myself. It sucks. I hate and, that. And see, Charles likes that. He likes to go off on his own. He, like, me, no, I like that for certain things, but no, I don't. I don't think you've ever gone by your own, man. You oh, always, no. You're always with somebody. I, I, I haven't gone by my own. I'll go no, by but my I'm own saying, all but, time. But I'm saying like but you're mostly hunting with somebody. When I deer hunt, especially, I'd rather be with somebody. Yeah, because they have eyes on the buck and it makes besides life the Besides that stuff. I just like to be able to chit chat, talk to somebody to have, you know, whatever, you know, I go coyote hunting by myself all the time, but that's that, a different yeah, steal. That's like yeah. a different thing. Yeah. But anyway, so the first few days, four days, like I said, I was by myself. Dan was there, but he left to go, to go vote. And he was gone for a day and a half in that four day period, which was basically half the time. He was two days. He was gone. And Dan's one of my great friends and he guides for me over there. But so anyway, day four, I'm on the other side of the canyon and I'm, I could see bucks and I could see, but they're all, everything, all the, everything good that I want to go after is right on the, right on private or not my private on the neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, freak, I can't make, can't make any moves. I had just blown up a perfect, perfectly good stock and um, I glass up Charles. I'm like, Hey Charles, I see you. Like, oh, hey, you know, because we're still talking to each other every once Mm -hmm. on a radio. So it's not like I'm like by myself, but you know, but I'm by myself. I'm still talking to him every once in a while. And anyway, I'm trying to help him because I see bucks like right above him. Like, Mm -hmm. I try to help him, and it doesn't quite work out because, again, they were skirting the edge of uh, our neighbors and whatever. And then this one really big buck that I wanted to kill, he jumps the fence. And he's on to us and he's coming down and I'm giving, you know, I'm giving Charles directions and whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know, go to this, go to that. And then the buck comes and he goes to right where Charles was just at. I had just moved Charles from here to move up to another spot because this buck was coming down a cut and he was going to go right to where Charles was at. And another deer comes out from below him. And it made him Move. veer away. So probably from the blow, and made him because of Charles going that way. Maybe the buck. No, no, no. He no. just says he's just he was chasing a doe. Oh, I got you. I got he's you. He's chasing a doe, and they they start going right to where Charles. I mean, if Charles, if I didn't even say anything to Charles, I never opened my mouth. They would have went right to him. Oh, and it was a big buck, like a big buck. Charles, anyway, like want to kill you. He did. He did. He, he He's very good at blaming me for everything. But uh, <laughs> kind of reminds me of somebody I know. Um, anyway, so that kind of like disintegrates. He's trying to like shadow him and I'm trying to keep him, but it just it kind of blows up on us. And he goes where I can't see him, but I know where he's at. He's in this area that we call the North Pasture or the Spring Pasture. And 
I moved to the southern portion of the property, and I'm I got a buck. I could shoot him. I got him at thirty something yards, kind of like that one up there, that four by three. I'm like, I just That's don't want. Giant. That's four hundred inches right there. <laughs> Joey, everything is giant for Joey. I'm like, what am I gonna do with another freaking hundred forty inch buck? Like, I don't. I'm like, I got you. I'm like, yeah. No, I just don't want to shoot him. But I got him dead to rights. Well, what's yeah, big no, over there? Like, what's big? One sixty. Like that buck right there. Okay. One seventy. That's yeah. like a, a typical. See, I never. Yeah, I there's bigger. That. There's bigger. Yeah, it's bigger. We've seen one nineties, one eighties. Oh, okay. So like a one sixty is like a. See good to me, that's there. that's like, my that benchmark. one's big. That, that was my benchmark. That I mean, that's a big buck in a lot of places. That's I but mean, that's because you inches. haven't shot those bucks yet. And when you look at the room that we're in, you got. Well, our buddy, the one. Oh His who's there? 116 inches. Yeah, that's nice. I'll show you a picture of it later. Cool. And you got to see, like, bulls, 400. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. That was nice. That yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Anyway, so Charles Radio's Migos, I found your big buck. He didn't say your big buck, but he said the big buck. But it was the big buck that I had been – I had targeted twice already now that I, I – I, I obviously I'm not claiming the buck, you know, but it was the buck that I was after, the one that I wanted to shoot. So yeah, I'm not yeah. saying my buck, but this is the buck that I wanted yeah, to yeah, shoot. Yeah, I got you. He's like, I got the big buck, and this buck's he's very showy, super wide, but his beams are short, so he goes short and it just like stop. It doesn't like come around. If uh -huh. he came around, he'd be a freaking you know 185 inch buck easy. She's got a big big ass frame. Anyway, he's like, I got the buck, and he's right on. He's right on our side on the north fence line, bedded down. I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm like, stay there. I'm going to – I hiked all the way out. Took oh, me so he didn't like – he didn't go take it? Like he didn't like say, oh, I'll go shoot it if he was right there? No, 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 he's no, like, no. Oh, he's going to go after it. Oh, he's going to I told him. I said, you wait right there because he was in position. Uh-huh. You you wait and you can see him. You wait right there. I said, I'm going to get back. I'm going to jump in the truck. I'm gonna get all the way in the back, get jump in the truck. So I have to drive all the way to the north end of the to the property. So he he was asking for your help to help him yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was so, calling you over to you no. to shoot him. I was like, dang, he's really just I know, that's this a one nice, over that's to a nice, That's a nice friend. <laughs> no. So I get to where I need to be. I find the buck. I could see him. I glass him up. And it was about an hour and a half stock. Charles like took everything off and it was like crawling through like yeah thick he's, he's, he's I mean, supposed to be one of the best uh still hunters he's well he wasn't even still hunting but he was stalking he was within 50 yards of his buck for about 45 minutes and what's crazy what happens there all the time especially during the rut is a deer will be bedded and everything's perfect and you go into that and all of a sudden a doe shows up or another deer shows up and then now everything changes like so this buck is bedded he's been bedded there from at least an hour because i had a hike you know a mile back to the truck jump in the truck drive 10 minutes down the road you know get reset up like he was there for a very long time and now charles is finally there and all of a sudden here comes three does <laughs> from the other side of the fence. And I'm like, this motherfucker's going to get up and jump over the fence now and go, you know, go on the neighbor's place. I'm like, God damn it. 
always happens. Like Charles is right there. Like I could, he, Charles just can't see him because it's so thick. Oh. But he's right there. I can see where Charles is at. Uh huh. Barely. I just caught like you know caught like bits and pieces through through the trees. But I could see the pl- buck plain as day. I'm like, he's like freaking. I, I mean, th- he's probably thirty yards from him. That's how close he was. Super windy. And um, anyway, so here comes the dozer. The buck gets up, but he goes and fuck with the dozer and. But he stays on the side of the fence, on our side of the fence the whole time. A couple of does jump over. Four more does come with another little buck. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to go fucking wrong. Now there's just like way too many. There's like probably eight, eight or nine deer over there at this point. On your side, though, on the fence? No. Three were on our side, and the rest were all on the other side. Oh, okay. And I'm like, this is going to go bad. And Charles is trying to make his way, I'm assuming. I can't see him at this point. He's trying to make his way to get to the edge. And now two fawns come up out of this cut and they're going right to where Charles is at. And I'm like, oh my God, there this, this is gonna blow up. Like, and I'm trying, but I'm giving him a play by play. I'm telling him what every single deer is doing. I'm like, you know, this one's taking a shit. This one's <laughs> smelling his ass. Like, this is I'm like, I'm giving him everything that because I can't. Other than that, I can't do anything from him because he knows where the deer are at. He can he can see them. He can't quite see the buck because the buck was a little bit further in the back to the tree, but he can see all the other stuff and he can see the fence line. And I'm like, okay, if you get to the fence line, if you look at the can, you count this many posts up. This is where the deer are at. So he knew like I'm giving him every bit of information. Well, a doe comes back to the fence line. And she pees right in front of the freaking buck. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is the hot doe. This is it. He's coming over the fence. But she pees right on the fence line. So he comes up to the fence. And now I'm like, oh, my God, Charles, he's. And I, I, I measured how far the distance from one post to the next was. So I'm like, listen, if you are exactly where I think you are, he's 55 yards from you right now, broadside. And all of a sudden, I, I'm like, oh, crap, they're running. And then I'm like, oh, he's got an arrow in him because I didn't see. like, you know, Oh, so he shot. He shot. Buck jumps over the fence oh, into the shit. neighbors. But at oh, least you got God. the blood on your side, yes. hopefully. Well, that, well, that was a whole other fiasco because that neighbor, I'm very friendly with him. I actually rent the house from him, but he's kind of a cocksucker in a way like he – I hate when people say trust but verify. Like that just means you don't trust me, and you're being, you're putting it in a nice way. Right? Yeah. Trust but verify means like I don't trust you. I was gonna say I've never heard you of know? that phrase. I never heard of that phrase either. But I you, get really? it. you never heard trust but verify? Yeah. Oh God, it's some somebody says when they don't want to make you feel bad that they're checking on you. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's what it is. Anyway, so I watch him fall down in the binos. He just you know he ran about a hundred. About 100 yards. I mean, it was a perfect shot. I mean, it was a good buck. It's a great buck. Great buck. He's like 170 something. 172. I saw, I saw the, I saw the photo. Yeah. Yeah. Great buck. So now I'm all happy, bro. And it was at this point, it was blowing like 50 miles an hour up top. I'm just getting blasted and I'm freezing my freaking nuts off. And, um, but I'm super happy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get the ATV because there's, yeah, if I can get the ATV down to the bottom, we'll be able to at least drag them down and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot less but hiking. Did you, have, did you have to get the guy first before you go get him? Yeah. So because I didn't want to have any 
problems with this guy or whatever, but I also didn't want him up my ass the whole time either. Mm -hmm. I waited till I got to a spot that I was close to him already. And I said, and then I called him like, Hey, listen, Charles just shot a buck on the North fence line. It jumped over. It's on your side. He said, okay, I'm, I'm coming. Okay. I'm like, fuck this guy's coming. All right, whatever. Fine. I'm like, after six years of, I've been dealing with you and renting from you and whatever you, you don't you trust, trust me. me. But yeah. and, you know, when he, he, the thing is his like deer boxes, mm. he has like box blinds and shit. They're all on the fence line of my place and his place. Every deer he shoots jumps over the fence and quote, those are my air quotes jumps over the fence. I, you know, how many times I guarantee you his freaking clients. Cause my landowner, the guy who owns the place that I hunt, he's not there. Who's there to who's there to check? Who's there to verify you? Nobody. Yeah, I got you. So anyway, that kind of it kind of pissed me off a little bit, but I'm not going to start a thing with them. Yeah, but it, you knew it was on your side. So I told matter. Charles. I said, "Listen, we went. I went. Said, take me to the spot that where you shot him exactly. I videoed it. I videoed the video, the blood and everything. We got him and we dragged the buck all the way down to the ATV, and then he showed up." Oh, how come you just didn't wait until you got there? Because, like I said, I, I, I was running out of time. I didn't want to sit him, him over my shoulder to what I'm doing, how I'm going to, you know, take care of the deer, how we're taking pictures, you know, the whole, yeah, 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 whatever. Anyway, so, and I showed him the video because he's like, hey, let's go hike up there and show me where the blood was. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I knew you were going to ask me that. I said to him, I said, I knew you were going to ask me that. So I showed him the video and he, and he watches, all right, he's like, cool. And then he was actually really cool about it and he, Instead of me coming up with some crazy contraption to get this deer on the ATV and out of this canyon, he did it on his side-by-side, -side and he's got a road uh -huh. that goes up to his place from right where we we're at. Oh, okay. So where was... I don't have a road. I have to uh -huh. literally so he was make nice a road. to help you out. So he ended up helping us out. So we got the buck up the top, took pictures. We gutted him. Like you were saying, it's like, a, well, that's the only time I ever got things when I'm there because we take them out whole a lot of times. It's gutted him, put him in the back of the truck. So now I'm like, all right, cool. Now I got, I can't get a flight out of here for another three days. I got the next three days to hunt for myself and I got Charles to help me. I got and Dan's coming back tonight. Dan came back the next morning. Actually, I thought he didn't came back that night, but he came back the next morning. But that's when the weather came. And then Bro, when I, I got frostbite. Really? I got frostbite. I got a mild case of frostbite. Still, the tips of my toes, I had this weird numbing feeling when I walk. That's I forgot who scary. I was telling about it. I was telling somebody that you got frostbite and they didn't believe me. I'm like, no, I really did. It was, it was brutal. Brutal. It was like single digit cold and like 20, 30 mile an hour winds and snowing and sleeting. And I thought, our, I thought we were cold. <laughs> I got video. I'll show it to you. I'm glassing. So the next morning I'm glassing and it was this weird is the weirdest thing because it was totally cold enough for it to snow. But this cloud, it was like fog, this fog was there and the fog was like warm, but it was cold. So the, the, this mist would come out and as it was coming out, it would turn to ice. It was nuts. And when I would breathe, my, my tripod was turning to ice. Crazy. My backpack, my clothes, because it was getting like this little thin layer of wetness, all ice. 
Everything was ice. That's was weird. Fucking nuts. Nuts. Anyway, so from the same spot that I glassed up to kill Charles's buck, the same canyon, we call it four-wheel drive canyon because, actually, matter of fact, Charles's buck died in that canyon the year before. Uh-huh. And we went up there with the four with the four wheeler to go get him. Oh, okay. He's in this four wheel drive canyon. This my the my second target buck, the second biggest buck is out there, and I'm like, but it's so foggy and so crappy. Actually, Charles spotted him. I didn't spot him. He spotted him. I was looking at another deer, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if this deer's good. He's like, I think I got a good buck. When I go over there, I'm like, I can't tell. He's laying down, and he's got his head down like he's dead. Like literally looked like he was dead. It's probably so cold. No, I was just tired probably from running around chasing pussy around all day. <laughs> anyway, so, and I'm like, man, and I'm like pussyfooting around. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go after this buck. I can't tell. Because at this point, I'm like, now that Charles shot this big one, I'm like, there's no way I'm shooting another, like a, a small, medium or medium buck, you know? See, that's like, why I it's got, good to have me because I just I need, I need to shoot what I set my goal at. Or I'm not going to shoot anything. I'm like, I don't need another buck. Like, I just need to go for what I want to shoot, and that's it. I, this is the first time in my life that I ever stuck to trophy hunting, ever. So I'm like, I'm just going to go get closer. And as I get closer, I'll be able to tell if he's a good buck. You know, because he, where he's at, I can see him from multiple spots. He's basically right, right in the wide open. They do that in the, in the rut. Those bed right in the wide open. They'll wait to wait to see if those will walk by. That's what they do. They hunt. They set up tree stands. <laughs> I swear to God, they hunt. It's crazy. Uh, you should be doing the same thing. So anyway, I go back to the truck and I'm messing around trying to get stuff. And then I get a phone call from work. So I waste like another 10 minutes up there. And I'm like, eh, like really, you know, lackadaisical about it. And I'm finally going. And I take the very, very, because where we're at, for me to be legal, not to corner cross and to do one of the, like, I got to go like this really long way around and, and where he's at, it's like this wide open shoot of sagebrush. And then there's trees on one side and trees on the other. So, but if I cross at any point in that sagebrush, even though I'm, you know, a thousand yards away from me, he's going to see me. Mm-hmm. So... I take this really, 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 really long loop around. Takes me forever. And I'm not really going fast. I'm not like going like, okay, I'm going to go kill this buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I got to get over there if I could see him. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. There was no urgency. There was no sense of urgency. I I literally wasted, like I said, at least 10 minutes up top and probably could have shaved off another 15 minutes. I probably wasted like another 15, 20 minutes getting to him. With that, without so a going. half hour, at least a half hour. Okay. So he, the where he's bedded, there's this like little we call it the tit. There's just like this little cone shaped titty hill, <laughs> right? It's only like 50, 60 feet high, but he's he's bedded to the left side of it. So my idea was to go around, use the tree line, get up this little tit and get to the top of the tit and shoot down to him. Mm-hmm. Cause in my head, I'm looking at him like, Hey, he's probably about 50, 60 yards from the top of that tit. I can make that shot. And he was, it was 55 yards. So as I'm getting closer, I've looked at him two other times from different angles. Now I'm infinitely closer. I'm at least half the distance of where I saw him from, from up top. And I still can't tell if the damn thing's big enough. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? And he won't, and he won't, hasn't turned his head. So I can't see how wide he is. All I get is a, the, the one side. The, he's showing me his left side. And I'm like, he's a, he's a four by four. That's all I know. He's a four by four, but he could be super narrow. And, and the way he's laying down, the way that the brush is like covering his face. I don't know how tall he is. He looks kind of tall, but I don't know. I can't. So I'm like, I don't know if still I'm not, there's no urgency. I'm like, all right, let me. So I get, and I get to another spot and I'm like. You can't see him with your binos? I am using my binos. Now I'm using, now I'm down to my eights because I left my 15s and the tripod up top. But I'm, I'm less than 200 yards from him at this point and I crawl up to this edge and I lay down and I got my bind so I'm like I still can't tell if this thing is fucking big <laughs> <laughs> at that point just go for it honestly well I'm like now I'm like I'm just gonna get to the spot where I can shoot him from and I'll make a decision when I shoot to him anyway so I go to this other one more spot now I'm, I'm like this this spot's gonna pop me on I'm gonna be like probably 100 yards from him and because I was kept saying, I don't know if I'm going to shoot this buck or whatever to Charles, I kept radioing up to him, tell him, man, I can't, still can't tell if he's good. He doesn't look good. You know, da, 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 da. And the fog got even denser. So he can't, bar- he could barely see him, but he could see, he can see that he's still there. He stopped looking. I don't know what he was doing, playing at his phone, adjusting his tripod or something. Just like <laughs> he yeah. can't tell. I pop over. I'm like about a hundred, 115 yards of where he was at. And the buck is standing up. And I'm like, I'm like, you motherfucker didn't tell me he's standing up. <laughs> but now I can see him. I'm like, oh, he's a shooter. This is the other buck. This is the other big buck that I wanted to shoot. So I back up and I keep going the route that I wanted to take. And I, as I'm making my way to the titty, he's walking away. Oh. And he's stopping at every little tree and beating the shit out of it. Why did you do like a grunt call or Just something? Just like let me finish telling oh, you. Okay, Don't worry so. about it. I'm not even in position to do a grunt call yet. Okay. This is as I'm stalking. Now Charles can, you know, is telling me he's like, oh, he's, you know, he's 20 yards further away and he's beating the shit out of a little tree. And now he's 40 yards a little away. So I get to the top and I, I peek over the edge and I can see the buck and he's beating the shit out of this like little cedar tree. But he's 92 yards from me at this point. And it's, bro, it's blowing like 25 miles an hour. I'm like, I'm not, there's no, no way I'm not. even going to try to shoot this far. Well, anyway, I'm like, oh man, fuck. I'm like, if I didn't waste a half an hour, I'd be looking at a bedded buck right now, right? He just got up to yeah. go beat the shit out. He didn't get up because of me. He just got up to go beat the shit out of some trees. I would have been there half an hour earlier ago. I would have shot him in his bed at 50 yards. He was, I, I ranged that where he was laying, 52 yards. So anyway, in my head, I start willing. I'm like, come on, turn around, turn around. Turns around. <laughs> and he starts coming back the way he just walked. So now he's he, goes to the, his bed. he goes to the next, he goes to the tree that he was just at previously beats a shot out. now he's at 70 yards i'm like okay here we go he's in range now at least i got a pin for 70 yards yeah you know i go to take it and i don't know what i was thinking i'm like oh now it's time for me to get ready to shoot like i should have been like already ready, ready. ready yeah i go to try to take my arrow out of my quiver frozen it's frozen in there i'm like I finally get the arrow out get it on the rest right and he goes to this tree and he's broadside and he's beat the shit out of the tree. I go to draw back. You can't draw back. No, I could draw back. Oh, you had that problem before. No, I'll, I'll tell you, this is, this is why I left the first three days, four days out because 
it was uneventful. I'll tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> okay. So I go to draw back and in that three minute window that I was waiting him for him to get a little bit closer, uh-huh. my arrow froze to my rest. And when I went to draw back, it pulled the knock out of the, out of the back of the arrow. Holy shit. It didn't slide back on the, on the rest. Okay. It froze in three minutes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm no joke. Like it might even be less than three minutes, like two minutes froze. <sighs> Deal with that shit. Now he's still coming towards me. I'm like, he's getting closer. Okay, cool. He's getting closer, but now he's like facing me and I'm already like somewhat exposed. Uh-huh. And he stops and he's at 55 yards quartering to me and i'm like oh this motherfucker sees me now like i think he sees me i don't know it looks like he's looking past me and because of that whole situation and it got like a little panicked i I went into uh i went into like overdrive and i just i used my finger to tip my my arrow up so that it wouldn't freeze again and i drew back and now when I drew back, that's when he that's when he was looking. He wasn't looking at me. He was just looking, thinking. And he looked at me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" But I, all he could see is the literally my bow, and like that's that much he could see. But the rest of me is behind the damn hill. Uh-huh. And he's quartering to me, and he's at 55 yards. And I'm like, "Okay, John Stallone's the best archer in the whole world. I can make the shot. I made it a million times, but it's literally 25 mile an hour wind. Shoot." Dude, it's going like I could see it. It's gonna hit him, and he ducks, and it goes right, right over the top <laughs> of him, hits the dirt right below, behind. He doesn't know what the fuck's up. He just trots up. He just trots up to where he was just raking a tree, load another arrow, and I'm like, I'm not gonna shoot. Now forget about it. And he walks. He just starts walking away slow. Manifrequista doesn't care, no care in the world, doesn't have, not spooked, just walks, stops, beats the shit out of another tree. I'm like, okay, maybe he didn't see me, and I, you know, I just blew this whole opportunity for. Nothing. He definitely saw something when he caught me drawing back. It was a bird, you know, just, but he didn't know because uh-huh. it was so foggy. That's the other, like, it was foggy. Anyway, so I end up shadowing him. I don't know what time it was, but all the way till dark. And just miserable, cold, freezing. I, fri- I was like shaking cold. My face was like snots were frozen to my face. <laughs> it was bad. He ends up bedding down. Okay. I'm shadowing him. I see him. And Charles, Dan shows up. Dan's on the radio now. Charles is on the radio. They're both talking to me. They could barely see him because the, 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 the fog, fog is just bad. But... They know it's him. They just can't make him out, but they know it's him. They can see. He beds down, and I get all the way over there, and I crawl up to the top of this like another little little rise, little rise, and I just peek over and I can see him, but he's facing right at me. I'm like, I'm not gonna risk trying to range him up from here or nothing. So I'm gonna back down. I'm gonna go around this hill. And there's a cedar. And in my head, I'm like, this cedar is like almost halfway between where I saw him and where I'm at now. I'm like, so it's gonna, definitely going to cut the distance. I should be in, within range. I get to the cedar and I pop over, just come up really easy. And I c- creep around this 
you know, and this is taking forever. I'm, you know, obviously speeding it up. And I creep over there and I can't see him because of the way the ride. He's just, if you could, he's like on the top, he's laying on the top of a, of a hill. And I could probably see the first like three feet going up to him, but I can't see him. And Charles is like, oh God, there's another buck coming. This other buck's coming from behind him. And another doe's coming with this buck. And I'm like, oh, fuck, here it goes. It's, we're screwed. I'm like, I'm, there's no way. And in my head, before I, the, here's that cedar I was talking about. I came on the left side of the this, of this cedar. I'm like, I'm like, I should probably go around and come up the right side of cedar. So I started backing up and I was on the base of the bottom side of it right now. And I was going to start coming up the right hand side. And that would have put me. I didn't end up ranging from right there, but on this side of the cedar, I did range where he was at after the fact, and it was like 50 yards. So on the other side, I probably would have been like 35 yards. Anyway, so I'm coming up there, and as I get there, this other buck gets gets him up, and they go, and it like they're chasing the doe, and he was gone, and I never saw him again. That was that that buck. The next, the very next day. I go to sit in this little cabin because the blizzard comes in, just snow and like crazy left and right. And I go sit in this little cabin and it's, I think two degrees or something that morning, one degree, something stupid. And you're freezing. And you're complaining about 24 degrees. I'm wearing a heater bodysuit. Okay. Heater bodysuit I'm wearing with electrical insoles in my boots. So that's what I need. I'm wearing electric gloves, battery operated gloves. And I'm still like, I can't feel my fingers. Can't feel my toes. I'm freezing, but I'm in this thing. And here come these does. I'm like, Oh, they're coming. They're coming right here. They're going to cross right in front of me. Well, would you shoot the doe? I don't want to shoot though. I didn't have a doe <laughs> tag. I didn't have a doe tag. Anyway. To? Oh, and that I, was I, I didn't have do. a doe tag. Oh, okay. No, this tag was this is yeah. this you have to have. A, it was a buck only tag. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so and here comes this buck, further behind it, and I ranged up all the does and got very good idea where what what the ranges were and all this stuff. Here comes this buck and he's coming. And he's coming and I'm like, I get out of the heater bodysuit. And I stand up because I'm sitting in a chair and this is like just a big window. It's an old cabin is what it is. It's like the size of this room. It's tiny. And I go to freaking draw back and I can't draw back. I'm so cold. I don't have, I can't, I can't. And I have so much on me. I'm cold and I'm wearing, you know, the big sick of uh, whitetail. I got down as my outer, outer layer and underneath it, I had my Celsius jacket mm-hmm. and two fleeces. I mean, I was had everything on. I like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. That's, that's, how I, Joey. that's how I felt on the outguns. And I cannot draw back because my clothes just won't let me get that extra. I'm like, I get to like here and I just can't do this. Like I, I, the hard part of the pulling I've done. I just can't lock it. Well... I bat at the at the buck thinking, you know, I can I can shoot him and I couldn't get back and he just stood there and he freaking trotted off after I couldn't get get drawn on him and I'm like, oh my god, this fucking sucks. Can't believe this happened. Well, in the meantime, I hurt my shoulder because I was trying to force it. I was trying to muscle it and I couldn't. I was just and I hurt this. It still bothered me actually. Anyway, so I radio over to Dan and I'm like, hey Dan, you want to come pick me up, man? I just fucked this up and I'm. 
I'm in pain and I'm freezing. I can't stay out here any longer. Well, Dan's coming over to me, and I, I mind you, it's a blizzard. There's a white-tailed buck bedded in the CRP, which is grass that's like this tall, like 18, 24 inches tall. He's bedded in the CRP in the wide open. I tell you, I pulled off the stalk of my life, the stalk of my life, two hours, two hours, five yards at a time, just coming through like, but I wasn't freezing anymore because I was moving, you know? I got to 70 yards on this buck and I'm like, frick, I cannot get any closer. There's no way I can get any closer because, and so in my head, I'm like, maybe I just draw back here, stand up and I'll shoot, you know, it wasn't that windy at this point, the wind died down and I'm like, maybe I'll do that. And I'm like, no, Dan's like, Dan radios to me. I got the earbud in my ear. And he's like, do you want me to drive down the road? Click the button twice. And I think maybe, yeah, maybe if he drives down the road, the buck will stand up. I mean, monster buck, bro. Did you see the deadhead video that Charles had of that buck? Um, I think so. This, think so. this buck must have been his offspring. Because it same configuration, big ten point, giant oh, yeah, freaking yeah, yeah, long. Okay, okay, yeah, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, giant long freaking yeah, brow tight. I mean, this is a good buck. He wasn't as good as the deadhead, but this was a good buck. And I was like, oh my god, I want to kill this buck bad. I'm like, all right, I click the button twice. And as he starts driving, making a little bit of noise coming down the road, I I edge forward. I get like another five yards or so. And I'm just waiting. I got the arrow knocked. And I'm like, this guy's going to stand up. And I'm ranging. I can range the tip, only the tips of his antlers. I can just see his ears and his antlers. I can't see his body because of the grass. And then he got to a certain part with the truck. The buck, yeah, he stood up. He stood up and he just ran. Oh. Like he didn't stand up to see what the hell that, you know, like I was like, oh, maybe it's a vehicle. He'll just stand up. But I I should know better. Over there, they see vehicles. And they fucking, they go. They're gone. It's not like, you know, a lot of places like here, you see a vehicle, they're not like, gonna like the elk turning around for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Me That's what he was trying to do. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, man. That just freaking blew up. Well, we go back to the cabin. The whole rest of that afternoon, I'm on bucks. Like I'm stalking the whole time. I was gone in that freezing blizzard. I was on deer after deer after deer after deer. Couldn't make it happen. Found that big buck again, the one from the day before. We uh, found him. And by the time I got over to where he was at, he had he had gone off into a place where I couldn't get into. So the next morning, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, all right, well, let me just get, I'm going to get down in the dark get down onto the other side and i did that and there was this buck that was we call it bonsai canyon we he was down in bonsai canyon it was like three or four bucks and they were chasing those around but there was one particular that i was interested in and i was on this hillside that was like i don't know such a steep angle like 20 degrees like bad and it's you know it snowed the whole day before so it was like bro i kept sliding and was sliding i was getting to him going under trees like you know like 
18 inches underneath freaking cedar trees mm. just by skiing down to them, just sliding and sliding and sliding. Every, you know, every once in a while, and I finally get to the spot, and I'm like, the does are at 60 yards, but the buck would just never, he just never would come over to where these couple of does were. And I'm like, what the freak, man? And I was there, and this was the story the whole time, is like, when you're stalking, I can only sit still for like 20 minutes. Yeah, because then you're freezing. And then I would be freezing because, you know, you generate sweat and all that shit. You know, like, yeah. nah, nah, I, you I, kill, I keep on telling the kids, you sweat, you die. You sweat, you die. Yeah. You can't sweat. You got to take, you got to take stuff off. But it was, it was cold enough that you couldn't take things off when you were walking around. And I was, I actually did. I kept, I kept another jacket in my, in my backpack, but the problem is I'd take that jacket out and then I couldn't shoot, you know? So I, I mean, that was the whole day. Like the whole day was that, like just me getting to a spot and then not being able to let it unfold. Like I had to force it every single time because I was like, I'm going to freeze if I don't start moving. I got to do something. Anyway, so that went to shit. So the next morning I'm like, all right. Oh, the next morning I went and sat in the cabin again. What was that the morning? I don't remember. No, the next morning... I went to go sit in this uh, cedar breaks. The, uh, we had these wind breaks up on top. And I'm sorry, that's the last morning. I got this all rolling into each other. But anyway, I'm going to. You told me that I. I, I know. Listen, because you, because you, listen, that's because I'm trying to rush through it. I wanted to like tell you. I'm telling it, taking a long time, bro. You were, uh, let's see. I'm good. I'm just saying. You I'm were saying, an hour an hour plus to tell your story. I'm we're waiting, 25 minutes into I'm tomorrow. waiting to hear how you're going to kill something. But I, I thought you, I thought he would have killed something by now. No offense, I was just confused. There's I, so many deer. You yeah, know, here's I, one, I know, here's another. Gosh. Like, so I feel, like, I, I, feel like, I feel like we should have been there because we would have killed like five of them already. Yeah. <laughs> you're you, all shooters you anyway. <laughs> you pro probably would have. If I was willing to shoot, a, I had four or five opportunities on bucks that were under 150 inches that I could have easily shot. Easily shot. See, right by the road. That's why you needed to learn how to shoot a bow, Joe. So no, that's but, why you need me to come with you to convince you. I went to go sit in that the the cabin the next morning. I was I was correct. I did go sit in that cabin the next morning, and here comes a freaking big buck that I didn't wasn't able to draw back on the day before. But this day I was smarter. I didn't wear the big big jacket, and I put the electric vest underneath, and I was comfortable. Uh -huh. I was comfortable. I wasn't freezing. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Here come the does. Here comes the buck behind there. They're coming right down the freaking fence line. They're going to drop into the canyon right in front of me. And here comes the rifle hunters. Rifle hunters? Yeah, rifle season started. Here come the rifle hunters on the other side of the fence with the truck. Deer see the truck freaking go running. Never got my... They stopped literally. So the fence line is like 15 yards to my left. They stop right by the damn cabin. Get out and take a piss right there <laughs> like I, I mean i was like oh my god this fucking sucks this is this is this is freaking ridiculous that whole afternoon it was almost the exact same scenario as the day, the day before in bonsai canyon just i was in that canyon like the whole freaking trip but i just couldn't make it happen I just so they can shoot. They shoot the rifle on the opposite side, but you can't on your side. They can't shoot no. it because it's private. No, they couldn't shoot the deer that were walking on my I side. But here, I mean, like, yeah, I got it. I they got definitely it. scared it. Yeah, they scared <laughs> the shit out of them. They did a lot of scaring. Anyway, so then the next morning is my last morning. 
and there's these this like horseshoe shaped cedar breaks and um they put these cedars like two or three rows together so that it blocks the wind so when they have the cattle up there in the winter time the cattle goes okay. so it's like a horseshoe and i go and sit in the corner over here and i'm in the heater bodysuit and I'm sitting on my butt with my legs out in front of me because if I keep my legs underneath me or if I sit Indian style or crisscross apples laws, whatever you want to say, whatever's politically correct now, it restricts the blood flow to my feet and they're going to get cold. So I'm just sitting with them out like that. And right at, right, I mean, right at first light, like I could just barely see, here come four does walking right past me. And one of them stops and I had sprayed some like scent in the grass 30 yards, 30 yards out in front of me. One of them stops like right where I spray the scent. Peace. I'm like, okay, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, thank you. I've got some live decoys on here. These are white. <laughs> these are white. These are white tail. I'm like, because we've seen a couple of really good white tail and I was like, I, I want to shoot a good white. I haven't shot a good white tail in a long time. So with this tag, you could shoot either? White tail or a mule deer. It's like okay. here. Yeah, it's like here like where you could shoot So no wonder tail. why that one ran away when the car came over. Oh, yeah. He was white tail. Gone. Because of gone. It, don't mule deer, they're curious? Yeah. No, the mule deer, are, they're gone too. Oh. Here they're curious. They're, oh, okay. They're, they're gone. With a, with a, yeah. You're better off them seeing you on foot than on their car for some reason. And I think it's because of the rifle hunters. They just, they just rode hunt. Anyway, so those 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 walk by, and I'm just just as they walk by, I hear boom, 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 and I'm like, oh shit! The neighbors just shot. Like that was close. The neighbors just shot, and I was grabbing the radio to tell the guys, hey, I just heard three shots, and I go, I just, and I hear, I'm like, what the. There's a freaking buck raking a tree 10 yards from me, beating the shit out of a tree. And you can see it? I can't see. I could see the tree moving, and I can hear him, obviously. But it's out of either like the window. Yeah, you I can't can, see Well, it. it's in the trees. Like, so if you can imagine this, they're oh. cedar trees, man. Oh, okay. So they're like super dense. You, don't, you can't see through them. And, and you're sitting outside. You're not sitting in a blind right now. No, I'm you're sitting outside. in the trees, like oh, on the floor. I got There's you. no blind. All right, I've just got mixed up. I think okay. it's still in the house. No, 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 no. No, this is not the house. This, this is the horseshoe. This is the horseshoe. I got you. So I'm like, what the freak's going on? I'm like, oh, here comes this buck. So I unzip. I unzip the freaking thing. I knock my arrow, get my bow ready. I start ranging a bunch of things out in front of me. And I got, I'm clipped in to the, to the bow and I got the range finder mm -hmm. in my hand because it's grass. So it's not like you have like, oh, that's at 50 yards. This is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't know. He steps out. He's like 20 yards from me. But he's coming out. So I'm facing like I'm facing like this, and he's to my, exactly to my right. So we're, he's coming out of the same tree line. This tree line is straight. It's a straight run. Uh -huh. And he's coming out 20 yards to my right. So, I'm, But he's walking. He's going to walk across me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't want him to catch me drawing or see me. So I'm going to let him get past me before I try to draw. And I, he's just walking past me, drawing. He passes me at twenty yards. I'm like, oh my god! And he's a big freaking ten point buck. Not not any of the ones that I had seen yet, but thus far, this is a new new deer. Never seen him before. New white tail. New white tail. Yeah. Walks past me, and he's like, I'm like, once he gets to that spot right there, he's going to be about thirty yards, and he's kind of cornering away from me. And I'm going to draw back. 
I go to draw back. I can't draw back. <laughs> this is like every time with you, with the freaking at this place. You I need to go. You need to go forty pounds. That's it. You still it's, take not, it's not. It's not. This is the second. This is, <laughs> this is the second. I mean, not the no, second. It's not the second time. Last year, the, like two years ago, same issue. No, it was three years ago. But I remember this and I couldn't, issue. Yeah, yeah couldn't and I it. couldn't do it. That's because again, because I was sitting for twenty that day. I sat from twelve o'clock to two thirty, freezing my ass off. I get it, but that's what I'm saying. Like you okay. need to like. And I had a lot of clothes do on. A forty pound boat next time we go. I got to. I got to drop it. I got to drop it or or go down. You know what I need to do? I need to drop it a half of a uh, half an inch, of. Okay. I mean, I'm literally get to here. Okay, so and I like go to try to draw back and I can't draw back. So now he just keeps walking. He doesn't know I'm there. Passes by me. And I'm like fuck. I'm like son of a bitch. So now I get on my knees. Cause I'm sitting on my ass. So that's the other thing. I'm sitting like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to draw, yeah. to draw like that with all this shit on. And here's the other thing. When I took the heater bodysuit off, I didn't take it all the way off. I just draped it off my shoulder. Yeah, so yeah. it was blocking me like this. And I'm like, Fur! you know, and it's not like a freaking strength thing because like it's a cold thing, but, but it, it's a cold it's a thing. restriction thing and a restriction is a restriction thing. I had the same the issue when I was up in South Dakota. Anyway, in, in that blind. Now I get on my knees on my knees. I could draw back. No problem. Yeah. I drew back. No problem. Without even having a sky draw. Nothing. Just drew, drew back. All right. So I practiced drawing back a couple of times because it's literally like still like they were almost like silhouettes. That's how dark it was. You know, it wasn't dark. It was legal. It was legal light, but it was not. Two minutes later, I hear another freaking buck breaking the damn tree. Same tree that the other guy was doing? I don't know if it was the same. It seemed a little bit further off. Okay. He pops out, and he pops out like 35, 35 yards down to the right. But instead of coming across me and going where all these freaking deer are, and now I know why, he starts beelining it. The opposite direction and i'm like what the fuck man this buck was even bigger than the one that i just fucked up on oh really yeah oh wow i'm like oh my god he stopped for a second before like when he was walking out he stopped for a second and i had him probably about 60 yards but i thought he was gonna keep coming like the other one uh -huh. did those freaking rifle hunters the same ones that screwed me up the day before they were drove up to the freaking fence line, which you could see from that point. He saw them freaking those the the truck, and he went the other damn direction. And I'm like, I can't catch a fucking break. I cannot catch a break. Like it was just absolutely just shitty. Anyway, later that afternoon, I was waiting. I thought that was the end. I was about to say, damn. <laughs> I thought that was it. <laughs> it, it this is the end, which is oh. even worse. Oh, okay. Okay. I decided to go after a lesser buck. He, I mean, he looked, I got a, I got a video of him. I can show you to him. He's young. He's going to be a stud next year. So kill him next year. Oh, he has to now. He's a four by four. Good frame. A lot like the deer that I shot last year. Okay. Okay. Pretty much. It was about, he's about 150 inch deer. Which was less than what I had set my I set my goal at one sixty or better this year, and it was about one fifty. Do everything right, everything right. Buck comes. I mean, I, I'm not going to bore you with all the 
Well, actually, no, this is important. This is very important. I'm going to the deer. I'm working my way up this like drainage. And Dan goes, hey, there's a coyote coming up the drainage right at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, this fucking coyote's going to fuck this shit up. (laughs) Wasn't Hunters. Wasn't Uh, it? Wasn't you? I'm like, he's going (laughs) to fuck this shit up. I'm just going to fuck it up, right? I'm like, oh my God. I get ready. I knock my... I knock my, your old the crap is that over here. <laughs> I knock my uh, my arrow and I can see the coyote and he's gonna he's about to step out twenty yards from behind this tree. I go to draw back, the same thing can't draw back. Oh, no. your arrow pulls out again. Pulls the knock. I get it to full draw and the freaking the the knocks what? back here. You, my arrow. You should. You know what you should do? Freaking put a little wax on the damn arrows. This is bro. This has never happened to me before. Yeah, but now you. This has never happened to time. me. It froze again to the freaking rest. So you know now to throw the okay. wax on there. I quickly let down, put the thing on, and now the the coyote sees me and it starts running. Of course, he's running right at the fucking deer. Wait, were you trying to shoot the coyote? Well, I was going to shoot him so that he didn't come up through where I was going to go. Oh, that would have been sick. Shoots the coyote, shoots the deer, packs out. Both. So now the coyote's running, and I, you know, I took a running shot at him. I missed, but because I shot, it made him veer. And he didn't go, and he just kept going up the cut. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It wasn't a complete loss. <laughs> lost one arrow. I lost an arrow. A hundred bucks. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they, they are, man. Are they? I'm almost, man. I feel like. Oh, it's like, a Pierce Tor. I mean, don't you And it has them, a freaking, though? has an uh, iron wheel head on it. I mean. The, but I thought you build them, so that I would assume they'd be listen, cheaper. Oh, they are cheaper when you build them. But, but that's what? At least 60 bucks. Yeah, it's a, they're expensive. Anyway, so I. I get to where I need to go and I let the whole thing play out. The deer are coming right to me and Dan and Charles are feeding me information and I could see where they're at. So I duck down behind this, like it's a, it's like a, uh, if you can imagine it's like a long running ridge, but it's low. It's not like a really tall thing, but I got about four feet below one side and four feet on the other. It's like a berm, almost mm-hmm. like, like if when you walk up to a water hole. Yeah, I got you. Okay. So I'm on one side of it and they're on the other side of it. And the first couple of those pop over and they're 50 yards high range. I'm like, they're all going to come right there. I'm thinking to myself, they're all going to pass over right here where this yuck is. They pass right, perfect spot. I had a place to aim, I mean, to range up everything. They pop over and they go, they don't see me. Here come the other does. Whatever reason, the doe, the lead doe takes a, freaking she comes and she crosses right over in front of me i mean i'm talking like from me to joey joey like freaking four feet oh my god i i could have stabbed her in the face with my arrow like she comes over she doesn't even notice that i'm there and then she notices that i'm there and she busts away did she blow she didn't blow she busts away here comes the whole rest of the herd at like eight nine yards they come over. You can't even draw your bow. I'm like, oh my god, I can't fucking draw my bow back. I'm fucking. The buck is right in the middle. It's like they were surrounding him, and they're all walking. They cross over, and then they turn like a hard left to walk straight at me. I said, screw it. I'm just gonna draw back, and we'll see what happens. I drew back. It was perfect. The does like parted like the Red Sea. <laughs> they all moved out of the way and the buck was standing there like that. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he's looking at, and then he's like, he's like, oh shit, there's a guy right there. And I've got it. 
buried on his chest. I shoot, and he, I don't know, dude, Matrix? <laughs> oh, the shit. He jumps, like, sideways, does this thing, throws his <laughs> leg up in the air. The freaking arrow cuts him across his shoulder like this. People, if you can't see John, John like lifted up his head. <laughs> he did the whole Matrix <laughs> slow motion. I'm, I mean, that close. I've never seen a deer ever, ever. Eight yards? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that close. I thought I smoked him. I even said it on the radio. I'm like, smoked him. And then I'm like, I watched him run away, and I could see the line. They watched him, and he went all the way from where we were. All the way to the other side of the ranch into that Bonsai Canyon. I told you I was in that canyon. Mm-hmm. And he went in bed down. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to go stalk him again because I wounded him. I didn't know how bad I wounded him. I followed. He left little, like, little blood drops the whole way. The whole way. I thought he was going to die. Like, it wasn't until I got closer, really close, and I pulled the 15s out of my, my backpack and I could see. I stalked him. I got to a spot and I was like, oh my God, if I cross here, he's going to see me. And then what happened? Does came. He gets up and he goes and chases the does. So he was fine. And I was like, and I spent like three more hours, like two or three more hours. And that was, that was the end of it. That was my, that was my hunt. I mean, he sounded like a freaking I mean, awesome listen, time. I had so many opportunities. I had opportunities. You know, this is what kills me. It's always easy when you can, oh, I didn't see anything or whatever happened, happened. Excuses. When you have built-in excuses. I had plenty of opportunities, and I didn't really get into blue. Like, I could have been in on this thing for two or three hours telling you if I would have went, you know, day by day. So if you would have heard the real podcast with Tim and Joe that got messed up, yeah. See, typical John. But oh, you already said this one. Oh, I I, I wasn't I, here. Joe, your, your Uncle Joe? Joe, yeah, came here. They did a whole podcast and then it didn't record. It didn't record. Yeah, it was so just terrible. like how your yeah. other one. Wait, how was long was it? I don't know. It was long, but I gave him like a de- detailed really play by play of it. And anyway, that was the end of my hunt. But I had so many opportunities and I blew them. I hadn't. I mean, there was. Uh, I oh, the in all the opportunities that I had that weren't my fault that got blown. It was just like insult to injury. Like, nah, you got no good luck. You, that's it. You're, you just your bow's frozen. I mean, come on, your ass is frozen. Do you know how many times that that situation where I went to draw back and it pulled out happened to me three or four times? So now, what do you know from that? But yeah, but you're not supposed to. Glue, you're not supposed to glue them in, and I don't know if wax would have saved the situation. I'm talking about wax the whole freaking thing so that the wax when the wax won't freeze on, on you the don't think it'll freeze? I don't know let's try it out I don't test know. it out I gotta find a Put solution. It in the freezer it's the only reason why it's happened because I said like there was this like misty well, shit and it was you, just bro, getting it's wet. one thing man it was like what happens all the freaking time yeah like listen it was brutal I never shot before in the rain in the in in in, in when we were doing that PRS match mm-hmm. after that PRS match me and Dave were like Oh, we know what to do, but nobody gave us that. Like, mm-hmm. you got to, the fog and the, the your your glass is gonna get like all muscular. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you we couldn't even see the targets and yada yada yada. But you don't know that until you're in that situation. Now you've right. been in that situation, but now you have to. Now I know how to set myself up the next time. Yep. 
So yeah. I mean, everything's a learning experience. If you if you didn't go out there and learn every time, you wouldn't be doing this. Oh yeah, I you know. wouldn't you wouldn't even attempt it. And if you weren't miserable this whole freaking time trying to get these damn things, you wouldn't appreciate the good times that you had. Yeah, yeah. no, for I, sure, hundred I mean, percent. Everything happens 100%. for a reason. You weren't supposed to get it. And now you're just gonna work harder, or you're gonna say, "Ava fangul, I don't want to go next year." <laughs> but I you'll have never, to. <laughs> yeah, but you won't. You'll go because that's who <laughs> you are. Kind of promised those guys. Yeah. But whatever yeah, it is, dude. I mean, yeah, it was just. It I sucks that it didn't happen. Get, it I, didn't happen. You know, I, you know, I, I lost money. Didn't get a deer. Had a lot of bad things. It was like you know, one like thing after. It was the first time that South Dakota was like. It, it wasn't even a disappointment, but as far as South Dakota goes, it was just a disappointment for me. Anyway, that's it. I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, so thank you guys for no, no. telling me your story. Thank you for having I had us. fun. This is my first like actual podcast. Yeah. Besides what the Havelina one, I stopped by at the end. Yeah. Gave my, gave you two cents. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days we'll sit down and we'll tell the whole mountain lion story. That's what I want to yeah, I, I, I would have did it, but she's were like two hours in already. Yeah. That's, that's just such a crazy long, long that story. That one's going to be at least an hour. That's a podcast by itself. Yeah, but Joey. Now, now that I know this, I, I want to be a part of the next one. Okay. I'll just say it, and Joey glass them up. All right, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's the story. That's, that's it. The story. That's it. That's the right. story. Joey no glass them up. All right. All right man. Well, you guys all have a nice holiday. I want to say thank you again to everybody. That I mean, this year was the best year of Phoenix shooting bags. I mean, well, it's going to get better and better every year, man. I have never received so many thank yous. I've never received so many pictures. I've, I mean, obviously now it's going on, what, four years now? I think more. No, I think about four um, years I, to be like really. I just got a reminder on Facebook, a post I made of a sale you're doing five years ago. It was when Frank, Frank was my first sale. So. Frank Akitas. Frank Akitas was your first? Yeah. yeah. He came to my house, bought the first bags for me. Yeah. I swear to God. Really? Oh yeah. He, he was the, he was the first one to give me money. Right. I mean, we made other ones but he was the first one to say hey i want to pay you for these and he gave me money on the first bags that's he awesome i don't know I, I love that guy man i miss him but i'm just saying he was the first person to give me money and that was the first like i just started the company that was the first logo that i we embroidered uh -huh. um and i think the first I, I made like maybe 10 bags the first time the first whatever i was making well this is a picture we were, of a pyramid of bags so this was five years ago yeah so i'm okay I think, so let's say five years. I, I think you i think you've been doing, you've, as a business you've been doing for like six years i mean it's started a i can look what i don't even remember but, but whatever it is i am now i can't even keep up with the demand and all these companies have been hitting me up asking me to make with their logos right and i mean now we're selling to ross outdoors we got uh marsupial that we're selling to we got go hunt, go hunt is like one of the big ones as well mm -hmm. we got mesa precision arms is yeah. they're, they're selling the bags um best of the west has been great best of the west sells i think the most out of everybody yeah oh my god best of the west guys Every two weeks they're calling me up. Uh, can we have a new order? And nice. They, yeah, it's been, it's been, like, like you feel like you're doing something for the community, mm -hmm. and I get every every day I'm getting a new picture of like, like the, all the grownups, the kids, the the women, mm -hmm. the, the the just everybody. Just I couldn't have done it without your bags. I couldn't have done this. So everybody, keep the photos coming. Keep. I mean, the positivity has just been the best part of it. Like, mm -hmm. thank you so much. 
thank you guys. I want to thank everybody this year and for the years to come that I, I really, I love seeing your guys' success and it's making me more successful also in business. But I mean, I'm not doing this for the business. I do it because I love it. So thank you. And uh, we'll definitely see you in 2023. And there's like a, there's a big thing that's coming out in 2023, but we'll reveal it. I don't know. Maybe this podcast will be out, but the TBD bag got a new, uh, upgrade. Got a new upgrade and it's, Sweet. it's nice. It's good. Nice. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll talk to you. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show. Really appreciate you. Keep those reviews and those comments coming. Helps us keep this free. Do me a favor. Go check out Phoenix Shooting Bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%, all one word. And check out Howl for Wildlife. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you on the next show.